This is your brother James and this is easy sex is not clean and clean sex is not easy. It's been a minute, couple reasons, okay? I'm just going to update everybody, all right, before we get going today. Um, I was praying for our country. We were in a bit of a political turmoil and I just uh, wasn't thinking about this or other things that I'm doing. Um, I was pretty, pretty vexed, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm going to briefly cover what that looked like um, later, but um, glad to be back. Hoping, you know, I, I, I did meet a young woman. Um, I believe she's the one. Uh, pretty confident about it. Me and her dad on Saturday. So we're not official yet because I'm going to ask her father uh, for her, for his blessing to pursue his daughter in a, in a uh, courtship prior to marriage. Um, and hopefully the plan is to establish a relationship with him. And I think that's very important for people to understand is uh, if you're pursuing, if you're, if you're planning on getting into a godly relationship with a woman, um, you should establish a relationship with her father. If she has one, if she does not, um, or there's none available um, with her family or, or someone that she she has respect for in, in the way of a father of some kind. Uh, if she doesn't, again, um, I'm not saying that that is completely necessary, but if there is, you know, if, if, if a father is available, I think that that is important um, to establish. Um, and again, uh, some, some people aren't in the same place as others. Okay. So um, if you feel the conviction of like, this is, this is what I want for my life. You know, I'm talking to you and you're like, Oh, this, this is what I want. Okay. That's great. Like, let's get there. Right. Uh, if you're somebody who is, you know, still struggling or, you know, you're still sleeping with people, you're still doing that kind of thing. All right. Um, God's still working on you. Right. And he does have grace, you know, uh, uh, uh he came, Christ came, died for our sins, right? He rose again so that we may have a new life with him. Okay. So we have to remember that we do have a new life that goes with the forgiveness of sins, not just a new life, uh, not just the forgiveness of sins, but we do have a new life in Christ. And I did cover that in the last episode, if you want to listen to that, but we do have a new life. And I believe that that is a hang up for people that, we forget that we have a brand new life and that we shouldn't be living in our flesh. So I just wanted to start off. Okay. We're going to go to Galatians um, five and I'm just going to read um, the acts of the flesh. So if we start in, we'll just start in 16. It says, I say then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. Of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. 
And then it goes on to talk about the fruits of the spirit, which everybody talks about, but nobody likes to talk about the fruits of the flesh. And today's segment is going to be titled Aspirations of the Dead. Okay. Now, I'm not going to cover every single one of those, but within what I am going to cover, I think it should hit pretty much everything. Almost. Like, I don't know what lewdness is. I'd have to look that up. Okay. There's a couple in there that you might have to look up and know and understand what they mean. Right. Lewdness. I'm not sure. Uncleanness. Not. I mean, I don't know the context. Right. Fornication is easy. Adultery is easy. Sorcery. Now, there's a word pharmaceutica. I think that's the word for uh, which is a uh, Greek word for uh, where we get our word pharmacy. So it's like uh, pharmaceutical drugs could be sorcery, which nobody really talks about. But I, I, I actually look at it that way. Hatred, easy contentions, uh, you know, being contentious, jealousies, outbursts of wrath. Like most of them are pretty easy to identify, but then there's a couple that you may have to look up. So go in, look them up, and see if you're acting out of the flesh. And it does not mean that you're not saved, okay? But it does mean that you are not letting Christ live his life through you. He wants to live his life through you. Christianity is not a self-improvement it is a self-replacement we have a hard time ministering to people because we're like hey dude you want to get your sins forgiven nobody cares that they nobody cares what they would be interested in is a is a new life i mean not everybody but the people who want it would be interested in receiving a new life on top of getting their sins forgiven right but if you just oh oh christ forgave us of our sins yes he did he did but um he also did a lot more he gave us brand new life that he that only he can live through us okay but he wants to live his life through us so aspirations of the dead it's watching it's watching a tv show i don't want to talk about the names okay we're not talking about the names i like the tv show okay um there was a scene girl meets this guy oh he's amazing they go and have sex and it's like incredible right and you know and she just meets him that night and it's just like instant some of us have experienced this right we've experienced this this oh my god this guy's amazing and then you just have sex with him and everything's great and it's just i i I, i'm going to summarize this situation right now okay i call this one of the aspirations of the dead i got seven of them this is the first one it is sex that transcends reality okay that is the title of the first aspiration of the dead. Sex that transcends reality. With someone you don't know. Excuse me. Sex that transcends reality with someone you don't know. Okay. Here we go. The idea of this is the most enticing of sexual sin. And I'll tell you why. Because there is no imperfection in the person that you met in that instance. Right? There is no flaw. There is only your dream of what the person is. Unfortunately, this is not reality, and hence it transcends reality. Going back to the title of it, which is sex that transcends reality with someone you don't know. Because for those moments, you have everything in your dreams without the things that make that person them. The flaws. Their flaws, excuse me. Which in God's eyes are the beautiful things that he enjoys about that person. When you aspire for this, you know, when you're aspire for, you know, not 
realizing that this person is flawed, right? You are lowering yourself down into the mud with the swine. And God calls us to love the whole person, not the fantasy of the person. I'll say that again. God calls us to love the whole person and not the fantasy of the person. Let us completely fall in love with someone the way God falls in love with every part of our being. This person just experienced you at the most intimate level. And that is the level in which God wants to experience you. When we find out who the person really is, will it end? That's a question for you. Or will you accept them? We take our chances with this question and expose ourselves to someone that may or may not accept us. Let us consider the truth about this cruel deception our flesh falls into. Again, that was sex that transcends reality with someone you don't know. I just thought it just hit me. Like I'm watching this show and it's, you know, it's a very, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just a bunch of sin, right? It's just a bunch of sin in the show. But I enjoyed it because I felt like God was showing me like, this is what the world aspires to be, right? And when we're aspiring these things, we are relating to the dead, right? Matthew 8, verse 21-ish, it says, And one of his disciples, going to Jesus, he says, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus says, follow me and let the dead bury their own dead. And that's what this means. He's like, you know what? Like, don't get hung up on this stuff. Follow me. And these people are going to just continue to do dead things, right? And that's okay. That's okay for them. It's not okay for us. If we're pursuing God avidly, right? Um, anyway, so that was that one. So going in, going a little bit deeper, okay? So what God wants is intimacy with us. So those intimate moments you had with that person... That's what God wants, okay? So I'm going to help you out. I'm going to help you out right now, okay? And I've talked about this before, but it was a long time ago. So for those of you who may be just joining us, um, you need to hear this. So I had a friend. She did this thing, and it was incredible. She would make a cup of coffee for Jesus in the morning, like make one, and set it across from her, and she would have one for herself. And that was her way of like bringing Christ into her life in a more intimate relatable way i took i took her strategy and i took it a lot further so i have this game i love yahtzee right and yahtzee is a very self-guided game it's five you get five dice you roll the dice it's, it's similar to po it's kind of like poker <clears throat> look it up right i'm not i don't want to go into a ton of detail but it's a game that i play with jesus and i roll the dice for him i also have an app where I can play against like the computer and I know this sounds really weird. Okay. But I know Jesus is playing with me because he invented the phone. He invented the app because the only way we have any kind of wisdom in those things is because he gave the wisdom to the person to invent it, right? The technology or whatever, you know, we got to get that straight too. But I, I truly believe I'm playing with him and I know I am. I know I am. It's not even like, because he's so real in my life that I know I'm playing with him. And what it what it did is playing this game allowed me to see the decisions that Christ makes. And I start to align myself with his decisions. And I realize he is living his life through me. He is. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. And 
I really hope that you guys find that thing in your life that you can do with Jesus. Because Jesus wants to be in your life. He wants to be a part of it, right? And I just know that if we buy into, you know, making it more intimate, like knowing that Christ wants to be in those moments with you all the time. You're big into video games. Christ wants to be in the video game with you. He wants to play it with you. Bring him in. Don't get beat. Don't beat yourself up because you're playing too many video games. Don't beat yourself up because you're watching too many movies. You know, you, you watch all these movies. Bring, just be like, Jesus, watch this with me. Show me what you see. Whatever. Whatever you're struggling with. I don't know. Or it, it, it's not even a struggle. You're not struggling with anything. Just bring Jesus in. He wants to be there. Okay. All right. So that's the first thing. Sex that transcends understanding. Or that transcends reality. Excuse me. Sex that transcends reality with someone you don't know. Strategy. Get intimate with God. Find a way. Okay. Next thing. Politics. Ugh. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this for like a minute because I could talk about this a lot. I could talk about this all day. Okay. I could start a whole podcast just talk politics. Okay. But I'm not going to. So basically, our country, we had this huge election. We have this dude who was the president. And I'm gonna be okay, I'm gonna be really neutral right now. Uh but he, you know, he had some things that he would do, right? And it caused a lot of stir in a lot of people and they get all fired up, right? And it was, he kind of created a cult following is essentially what he did, okay? And I really thought he would did a good job as a president, okay? But after what happened on January 6th, I was very disturbed and vexed, okay? Very disturbed. And, um, I realized that whether it was intentional, whether it was like intentional or not, I knew that it was the right thing that he did not get elected. It was the right, it was what God intended now. And I I got scripture for that. Okay. There's scripture that all authority is placed by God. Right. Um, in Romans, go to Romans, uh, Um, let every soul, uh, Romans 13, verse one, let every soul be subject to the governing authorities for there is no authority except from God and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves for rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good and you will have praise from the same. So. It doesn't matter who the president is. It's, it's the one God placed, right? So for those of us who said that Trump wasn't our president, you're, you know, that's not what God's saying. And then for those of us who are saying that Biden isn't our president, that's not what God's saying, okay? And we are creating a division, which is also an act of the flesh, okay? So politics create divisions, and we should not be a part of those divisions. Those are what dead people do, is create divisions and dissensions and contentions. Galatians 5, verses 16 to 21. Okay, read it. Um, this is what God's saying. Don't worry about what the world's saying. 
That's what God's saying. So politics, aspirations of the dead. Um, I don't really have a strategy. Read and memorize Galatians 15, or excuse me, 5 verses 16 through 21. And if you read that about 300 times, I guarantee you might think a little bit differently about them. Okay, coarse jesting. Coarse jesting. So when you're making fun of somebody and it's very like, you know, you know those jokes people make and it's just like disturbing. You know what I'm talking about? You're sitting at work and someone says something that's just like messed up and you're just like, and people are laughing and you're just like, ugh. And maybe you're not. Maybe you are laughing with them, but you should like, you know, like those are things like I. Okay, so what happened was is there, there was a guy at work, right? He 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 comes to me and he calls he calls one of the kids. I'm a teacher. Okay, and he calls one of the kids a B word. And, it, you know, I kind of just kind of was like, oh, okay, whatever. And I kind of just like blew it off and it just made me really uncomfortable. So later I approached him and I let him know, hey, listen, that really made me uncomfortable. And we were in a private place, so it wasn't like we were in front of people. I said, it really made me uncomfortable when you called the kid this. And ever since, I haven't heard anything from him. So if you ever run into these situations and you really want you don't want to be part of it, if you approach the person and let them know, they will stay away from you. And that's good. That's good. Okay. All right. Next, sexting and talking about sex. Sexting. So this this is important. Okay. Uh, I I did talk about this a while back, but this one girl was chatting me on Facebook Messenger a while back, and she was trying to get me to engage in a conversation with her about you know I could tell she was you know it was just really inappropriate and I. You know, I ended up blocking her because of this. And I ended up, you know, just, just, I just got to cut it, you know, cut it off at the source. Don't let it fester, right? Because um, it was enticing at the moment. But if you, you know, you block them and, you know, you, you can be friendly. And, and, and the other, the other thing I do is I say, if, if I run across something like this, do you love Jesus? <laughs> you tell a girl or a guy that who's, uh, trying to, you know, engage in something sexual, whether verbal or whatever, and you ask them if they love Jesus, they're going to pretty much be turned off. And that usually takes care of it. But if it doesn't, you know, block them. That's okay. All right. Laughing at a joke to tease or make fun of others. Okay. So when somebody's beginning to make fun of, okay, it's different from coarse jesting. Coarse jesting is like, yeah. coarse jesting is a joke that's disturbing or, uh, you know, kind of, you know, has kind of like a, like a dark part to it or, or a sexual connotation. I don't know, like something coarse. Right. And laughing at a joke to tease somebody when you're making fun of somebody for something that they're doing. I also, those kind of go hand in hand, but similar. Right. Um, again, use the strategy of approaching the person, letting them know it makes them uncomfortable. And if you did engage, you know, like get straight with God and yeah, that's it. Recognition. So this is the last one I have. Recognition. So needing to be recognized by other people for your good works. And I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I was, I'm still technically single, but I, you know, like one day I'll be married relatively soon. And I would basically make up conjure up these thoughts in my head right about um 
what I thought people were thinking of me like this. Okay. I'll, I'll give you this. Okay. Man, like that guy's probably a man whore, right? Looking at me. I'm like, people probably think I'm a man whore because I'm single, good looking guy. And I live by myself. I don't have any girlfriend, you know, like I'm, I, I've had girlfriends, like plenty of girl, like, you know, I've had girlfriends, but I never, you know, I, I, I've been single for a, my whole life. Right. In, in terms of just not being married. Right. And I haven't really even gotten close to being married. Okay. So I conjure up these thoughts in my head that people are thinking of me, right. When I'm walking by, or it's like, what's wrong with him? You know? And none of these thoughts are true, right? These are all lies. Like I'm just coming up with this stuff in my head. But the point is, is I'm trying to please people. Like I'm trying to get recognized. Like getting married is like, I feel like I was trying to get married to get recognized by people for the wrong, you know, it's just the wrong, wrong way to look at it, right? Like you get married because God, you know, God wants you to bring, bring you with somebody so that you have a ministry together and that you're more effective together than you are separate, right? Not to check the box. And that for a long time was what I did. I did that. And it wasn't until I re- like I realized that all my, everything that I needed was in Christ. Now, you know, I've been talking to this, this woman and we've just kind of identified that Christ, you know, you can't physically, like, he can't physically hold you. He can emotionally hold you, satisfy you. There's a lot of things he can do, but that was one thing that, you know, Jesus physically can't do. And I, I believe that we're designed to have somebody with us to do that, you know, like to have that, you know, have that companionship, have that physical touch that we so desperately need and have that affection, you know? And so, um, once I kind of shifted and realized like, this is something God wants to get me and not something that I want other people to see, to get recognition, to get, you know, uh, um, approval from people and something I've never realized I struggled with for so long, but that's something that I did struggle with. Um, and I just, I just, you know, I got to continue to fight those. And I, I haven't had those thoughts. Honestly, I haven't had those thoughts for a couple, three months. So that's good. But, uh, yeah, so it's, it, it's been a, it's been a process. So like be, being with this woman has been, really been amazing because I know like there was a few things I needed to, there's a few, and I'm not putting out a formula, by the way, if you hear a formula from me or anybody, don't listen to it. It's not from God. Okay. If there's someone that says, oh, you need to do this, this, and this, and then you'll get married or this, this, and this, or this, this, whatever. That's a bunch of nonsense. Don't listen to them. Okay. So, so what I'm telling you is not a formula. It's just what the process I needed to go through before I was married. Two things or, or one main thing. Um, I had to know that Christ was trying to live his life through me and it wasn't anything that I was doing, right? Like Christ gave me a new life when I accepted him. Sins are forgiven. Christ gave me a new life. That was one thing. Next thing, obviously, cut out all distractions of sexual stimulation. Instagram, gotta go, okay? 
tell you right now, if I was in front of you and you were saying I was struggling with sex, I would get on your phone and delete all the apps that cause stimulation right now. Do that immediately. That is That will cost you intimacy in your relationship with whoever you're going to be with. It will cost you. I promise. And I'm not even saying that. Uh, I, I, I don't even know that from personal experience, but I know that because I'm not going to have uh, visual stimulation elsewhere, I know it's going to be beneficial to my wife. I know it is. Don't even have to experience it to know that. Okay. So cut out all visual stimulation and you're like, well, I need accountability. We'll get it. But you know what, what, what accountability does is you evade it. At some point you will evade it. So it's between you and God. You got to bring him in. You got to bring him into your life in some way. Like I said, with the game that I play. So that way, you know, he's real and you know, he's there. It's the Yahweh God, not Elohim, right? Uh, I don't want to go into the briefly. There are a bunch of different words for God in Hebrew, right? Chapter three, Genesis Eve is getting tempted by the devil. And right before the devil lies to her, he refers to God as Elohim, which is third person God, which means God is the creator, which means he is far away. Like God is, God is out there, you know, like creator God is out there. He doesn't, he doesn't know you. He, you're not going to die. You know, he says that to her. And he refers to God as Elohim. And um, Yahweh is the relational God, right? The first person God, the God that's with us right here. So he, he and that's very important because in our Bible, in the American Bible, it's so shallow. Our language is so shallow that we only have one word for God, and it's God, right? It's God. Anytime in the Old Testament you see the word Lord God, it means Yahweh. You see the word God, it means Elohim. Not all the time, but if you'd have to look it up, obviously. But that is a very important thing because before you get tempted, before there's a carrot right in front of you to get to, to bite, the devil is going to make God seem very far away. And that's why it's very important you have a regular practice with God of intimate moments no matter what it is, whether it's coffee in front of you, acknowledging it, whether it's a game, I don't know. We got to do it. Okay. Uh, I just pray, Lord, that you just place it on the heart of all the people listening right now. Whatever that is, whatever that thing is that they got to do to create int intimacy with God. And they got to do it frequently. It's got to be a frequent thing. Intimacy requires frequency. So you got to do it frequently. And don't make it. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. You can you do it however you want. If it has to be a traditional, you know, kind of uh, something that you just get in a routine of, okay. But I encourage you to try to mix it up and not make it the same every single time. So, Lord, I just I just pray you play something on their hearts right now. Create intimacy with you. Jesus' name, amen. All right. Love you guys. Uh, I'm going to have a scripture memory segment here pretty quick, maybe in the next week or so. Uh, this is your brother James, and this is Easy Sex is Not Clean. And clean sex, it's not easy. <laughs>